I've never seen a bird, of course, not a live one, so this discovery washed ashore from who knows where makes my breath catch in my throat. Stooping, I free what I'm almost sure is a feather from the damp sand. Platinum strands fall into my face as I brush sand grains from the bedraggled feather and smooth the barbs. It tickles my palm. I've never found anything this exciting in all the years I've been sneaking down to the beach. Not that I can steal away more than once a month, if I'm lucky. It's shells, mostly. There was a dolphin last year, her skin slick rubber, her eyes liquid and pleading, that Hala and Wick helped me drag to the waterline. And the mine I almost stepped on six years ago, days after my tenth birthday. The mine had made my pulse race like this— but it was unnatural and ugly. Mines are why the beach is off-limits. I'd been restricted to my room for a week after reporting it. No good deed goes unpunished, right? I stroke the foot-long feather, dark gray near its base, fading to cream at the tip. It is proof, proof that birds still exist somewhere. Shading my eyes, I scan the sullen Atlantic, darker than the feather, and then the steel-wool sky, as if I might spot the bird that dropped my feather. Ridiculous. The feather has surely drifted from hundreds or even thousands of miles away, from some tiny island or rocky atoll that has miraculously escaped the avian flu. Excitement bubbles inside me. I can't wait to show Dr. Ronan. A heavy hand lands on my shoulder. I whirl. A frowning border sentry blocks my way. Hand on his electrical signal disruptor, Beamer slung across his back. He's young and new. I've never seen him. His stern expression says he takes himself and his duties seriously. That won't last any longer than it takes for the elements to dull the shiny brass of his belt buckle and uniform insignia. This area is off limits. He nods at the sign wired to the fence. It warns of disease-bearing immigrants, toxic flotsam from wrecked boats, and mines buried on the beach and floating offshore. The sign's red letters have weathered to pink. Immigrants aren't much of a threat anymore. Most died off years ago, and I've only ever seen the one mine. Right. Sorry. I'm going. I turn, hoping he'll let me slide. You belong at the cube. Figuring that out doesn't make him a genius— my sky-blue jumpsuit with the stylized leaf stenciled over my left breast gives that away. I have to report you. Name? I can't afford another report. Not two days before reunion day. Hey, I try a smile. I goofed. Wandered too far by accident. You know how it is. I must have missed the sign. And the fences and the warning beacon? His expression says, gotcha. He starts to draw his ESD out of its holster. Before I can answer, another sentry emerges from the path that cuts between the dunes, spots us, and strides our way, booted feet scuffing up sand. Recruit, what's going on? Without giving the sentry a chance to respond, Corporal Eric Reisner, who lived at the queue before being inducted into the Border Security Service, fixes his gaze on me. His eyes are blue, filled with exasperation. Jax, didn't I tell you last time that it was the last time? I know. I'm sorry. It won't happen again. Until it does. We both know I'll be back. But I can't stay away from the beach no matter how hard I try, which I pretty much don't. I need the beach. Sometimes I think I hear my mother's voice here, blending with the waves and wind. Her voice is husky, low-pitched, infinitely loving as she sings me a wordless lullaby. 
Intellectually, I know I can't possibly remember her voice. I was only a week old when the government repossessed me. But here it's possible. My eyes plead with him. He's caught me twice before. He heaves a sigh. Get out of here. But, sir, the recruit objects. I don't need a second invitation. Shooting Eric a grateful smile, I take off over the dunes, slip-sliding up the sandy incline. Don't let me catch you down here again, Jax, he calls after me.